All right. Um, we mentioned this right as soon as this story broke. I'll, I'll give you the latest again. United Airlines has issued a nationwide ground stop due to a computer issue. That from the Federal Aviation Administration. United said in a statement that it's, quote, experiencing a system-wide technology issue, end of quote. Planes on the ground are being held while flights currently in the air will obviously continue to their destination as planned. I guess they had to say that, but the planes in the air have not been stopped. They're in the air, and they're going to go on to where they were supposed to go. The planes on the ground, at the moment at least, are stopped. We've had great conversations with our next guest, business professor, labor expert, Wayne State University, uh, Professor Merrick Masters, who's been called upon by virtually everyone covering this story, with the very latest. It's In fact, it's the... Uh, uh, at least the front page above the fold of the Detroit News today, UAW strike, question mark, Fain and Biden not on the same page. Not a shock if you've been listening to this program. Uh, and with 10 days to go before the United Auto Workers contracts with the Detroit automakers expire, uh, the union president, Sean Fain, has pushed back on President Joe Biden's claim yesterday that an auto strike is unlikely. Uh, Professor Merrick Masters, you've been uh, watching this kind of in the middle of all of this, and I'd love to know your opinion on it. Now, when I say no surprise here, it's because when the president first spoke about this a week or two or whatever, however long ago it was, I said at the time, it's the most fair I've ever heard him speak or any Democrat when it came to negotiations between a labor union and a company or a group of companies, the auto industry, he was very fair in his assessment, saying he hoped both sides could walk away as winners as we head into what is most important to him, more so than the UAW workers, more so than the auto companies, this clean energy future with EVs. Did you notice it when he said it? Yes, I did. And what I think is important about what the president said was that he doesn't want to fluster the markets. He doesn't want to unduly raise workers' expectations. And he's also made a commitment to invest substantial amounts of money into promoting electrification in a way that he thinks will be fair and just to the auto workers. So all these things make, I think, him hesitant to want to go out on a limb and say there will be a strike. He clearly hopes there won't be. It's in his economic interests that there not be. And obviously, Sean Fain has a different view of the world. Well, he does. And I'm, I have not been, from the moment he called the auto industry the enemy, from the moment he decided he wouldn't shake hands with the enemy, um, I've wondered about his thought process and his thinking. Be that as it may, um, I will say one positive that came out of this story most recently, yesterday and today's story, is when someone yelled out a question to the president, he clearly said, I'm sorry, what was that? I couldn't hear you, which is better than no comment. Uh, so that was a good sign, I thought. And then when he heard the question, he said, I, I don't believe there's going to be a strike. And if that is true, if he really doesn't believe there's going to be a strike, he might be one of the number of people I can count on one half a hand who don't think there's going to be a strike. What do you think? 
Well, I think it's hard to fathom what he actually believes. I think it's in his interest to say he doesn't think there will be a strike. Again, he doesn't want to fluster the markets. He doesn't want to fluster investors. And he wants to appear as objective and neutral as he possibly can. So, therefore, I think he's going to play it down. Whether he actually believes that or not, I don't know. I don't know who's advising him. But clearly, if you're on the ground, close to the ground, watching what's going on, it's hard to see how the parties have a path to an agreement by September the 14th. Um, I will. I will. This I find in agreement um, with the UAW's Sean Fain. When he heard what the president said, he said he was quote shocked at that reaction. End of quote. <laughs> I would. I would have to say that in that case, Mr. Fain and I are in agreement. Yes, I think that the parties are far apart. You know, one of the reasons why you don't come to an agreement is simply because you're too far apart. There are other reasons why you might not come to an agreement. It could be that one party is negotiating in bad faith, as the UAW has alleged, but that's very hard to prove. Uh, the companies are going to come with a swarm of lawyers to document how they've been bargaining in good faith, and they're not required to reach an agreement, and there's not really that much you can do to force them to reach an agreement. So therefore, we're left in a situation now in which what matters is how far apart they actually are, and it's hard to get a sense that they're making any progress together. It is hard to get a sense that there's any progress. It's funny because this has been so much out in the open leading up to this. Otherwise, we wouldn't have known Mr. Fain's thoughts and comments that scare us. But we're not hearing virtually anything about the negotiations other than seeing Mr. Fain throw all the paperwork he seems to get into a trash can, which does not make you believe... <laughs> <laughs> that things are going that, well. That's what, that's what happens when only one side is negotiating in public. And also when you want to make a point rather than actually sit down and try and resolve differences. Well put, Professor Merrick Masters, business professor, labor expert, expert at Wayne State University. Thank you, sir. We got to run. Go to thegreatvoice.com, get our podcasts. Go on out, make it a great rest of the day. Stand by for JR Afternoons with Chris Renwick. Regards, Paul W. Smith.